Welcome to Raising Hail, the podcast nobody asked for but everyone needs by best friends turned partners turned parents. I'm Samantha McKinnon. And I'm Brandon Hale. And we're on a mission to remind you that no one has their shit together. Join us each week to get unsolicited advice from two non-experts on things we all go through. Think about this as your one-stop shop for raw, approachable, and sometimes uncomfortable takes on parenting, love, and life. We do not know what we're doing, and we want you along for the ride. Welcome back to the podcast that you've been missing for the last month, Raising Hail. (laughs) one month podcast coming to you weekly and jokes (laughs) in our defense it has been a busy time has it ever this time of year always well summer through to now well to new year's basically yeah it's always busy yeah crazy busy i'm wiped already i haven't even started yet (laughs) i feel like this year in particular is on like a whole next level. I think everybody is like making up for lost time. Yeah. We could take our time making up for lost time though. <laughs> we I, don't have to rush into it at all. I mean, we are busy every single weekend of all time forever. So there's that. Yeah. Every weekend, we need to like 50 50 it. Give people like 50% of our time and give ourselves the other 50%. <laughs> okay, sure. I will let everybody know from here on out that they can plan social gatherings on the first weekend and the third weekend of the month, and otherwise, yep. we're out. If your birthday falls on the other weekend, sorry, we'll see you on the first or the third. <laughs> Christmas on the second or fourth? No, first or third. (laughs) Okay. Anyway, we have uh, lots to catch up on, really. Yeah. So this episode is going to be, I guess, a recap of sorts. And in recapping what's gone on over the last month or so, we will be sharing several updates. So stick around. It's going to be like a full update for... Everything we've done. I mean, what what does that mean to you? Well, you probably could almost do... Well, maybe not. Maybe <laughs> not. I was going to say you could almost do a podcast for each no, event. No, we don't have the time. I know, but that's what I'm saying. Like, if you just gave them the Cole's Note version this time, it'd be like, maybe the full podcast comes at you at a later date. Here's the problem. I... I don't think we're in a position to commit to delivering any additional podcasts at this time. Because this podcast came at you at a later date. (laughs) (laughs) Much later. So let's rewind. Well, when we last left our heroes. We were heading to Savannah. We were heading to Georgia. And we went to Georgia. Savannah. Savannah. That's not the song. It's the song I'm singing. Okay. Tell me about your experience in Savannah. For a couple of reasons, this is why you're going first. Number one, I can't particularly talk about everything about my Savannah experience. 
So you will lead the charge and I will Is that so? follow through. Did you do something naughty? <laughs> <laughs> sure. <laughs> uh, Savannah, Savannah. Well, it's very early day. A very early Monday is when it all started. About oh my God. four o'clock in the morning. <laughs> Go faster. <laughs> Nobody cares. What sucks? about flying anywhere is you always fly so early in the morning that's not true or it's later at night you know what i mean like it's <laughs> not like hey when do you want to fly okay we'll make the plane ready for you <laughs> i need a friggin jet I, yeah i was just saying i think that's called a, like chartering a private private jet but Stuff yeah, really inconvenient to have to work around an airline schedule. Well, I mean, it didn't start off great because the airline we flew with... Air Canada. I'm putting it out there <laughs> because you know what? Come they at me. They shit the bed. They shit the bed. They do do the sheets. I yeah. just... Here's what I don't understand because I flew to Phoenix around the same time the year before. And don't get me wrong. It, that was it a was very still stressful... COVID too. Yes. And that was a very stressful experience. And they actually had to delay like basically every single Air Canada flight that was going out yeah. because people were stuck in pre-clearance customs uh, because the security and the, the customs line were insane. And that was 2021. And I thought, okay, 2022... Maybe it's not so bad. And we first arrive, and I'm like, okay, the lineup's not that bad. Jokes. They have you in a holding <laughs> that area. That was not your line. Yeah, they have you in a holding You're area. You're going to jail. Then Go straight to jail in this game of Monopoly. Okay, by the time we got through, got even to the line. Yeah. To the, to get through security and pre-clearance customs. Was it not like an hour and a half before the flight was set, scheduled to depart? I'm pretty sure it was. It was like seven o'clock. No, what time? Our flight was 7. Our flight was at 9. 9. No, yes. All I know, no, I think yes. it was like an hour. I know. I think it was an hour because it was like an hour before your flight, then you got called over to security. And then we finally get through pre-clearance. And I, this, the process, once we got through all of that, was actually not that slow, like comparative to the year before. Mm -hmm. But... Because you got in the lineup so late, because they were like... Oh, everybody had puckered buttholes. <laughs> Tell me you weren't clenching, like, on the edge of your toes, like, trying to run through people. Uh, well, okay, number one, when we finally got through pre-clearance, after I did not hear the border guy talking to me, and I was, like, totally out to lunch, and that probably looks so well, suspect. he had a mask on, too. I... His voice didn't match his body. I don't care what anybody <laughs> says. I literally thought it was the person behind me talking <laughs> you should try that again <laughs> I will edit it literally out. thought it was the person behind me talking yeah okay anyway so that aside we get through <clears throat> we have 15 minutes until the flight is scheduled to depart thank god the flight was delayed by like 20 minutes and it was only delayed after we got through security we're like trying to wiggle our way down the hallway and it's like oh it's delayed 15 minutes or whatever yeah because there's no air conditioning oh no that was the i can't that was the i can't flight. even remember but i don't i honestly wasn't that stressed <clears throat> because i was like you know what if air canada makes me miss this that my connecting flight i'm just going to be contacting air canada for a voucher or money maybe not even a voucher because 
I think I decided I'll never fly with them again. Mm-hmm. In fact, it's prompted me to rethink our aeroplane method and like use the aeroplanes for other things. I'm going to use the aeroplane to buy literally anything to get rid of them and then probably never fly with Air Canada again. And this is on record. And in fact, I'm looking at a flight for Vegas in January and I'm looking at WestJet because wow. I'm not flying Air Canada. Wow. Look at you go. So there's that. Cheaper to WestJet, I'm pretty sure. It does that doesn't matter. The flight's paid for. So that maybe it costs less than twenty dollars for coffee too. Well okay. <laughs> I could fly like swoop for like a hundred and something dollars, but there's no baggage compartment for your carry on. So you have to sit with it or you claim everything. You or have to check it. Check yeah, you have to check it, which I mean, maybe Swoop is better, but I was not trusting Air Canada to get my checked baggage anywhere. Well, not when you have an hour delay or um, layover. Layover. Yes, I know. Okay. Anyway, we get to Atlanta. We eat Chick Fil A. That's what you're gonna say, right? I was gonna say that. That's it. That That's was the exactly highlight. What I was gonna say. Okay. Atlanta was for the size of the airport so efficient. Yeah. I know. I have told many people <clears throat> the story of us sitting in the airport and the, I don't know if you ever noticed this because you're probably like not really the type of guy that would notice this but there was like a, a announcement playing on the overhead speaker and it was like the mayor of Atlanta and he was like well, I'm so and so the mayor of Atlanta and welcome to North America's most efficient airport and I'm like you're goddamn right you are <laughs> because they I was like Pearson is literally the scum of the earth in yeah. comparison to the Atlanta International Airport. So, stupid. so we eat Chick Fil A, and I didn't get the Chick Fil A sauce, which was honestly that was ridiculous. I Why did even... they not just put it in the bag? I don't know. Would you... you like any condiments with that? I thought she was asking like ketchup. No, I didn't want ketchup for my French she, fries. She, I think, maybe was on drugs. <sighs> she was not all there, but the chicken nuggets were great. The sandwich was still good. Just no it just sauce. didn't have any sauce on it. Yeah. Well, there's always next time. Well, we found one closer to home now. Yes, we did. Thank so, God. I didn't know there was a second one. Shout out to the KW. You know what? If there was any good thing that that team did in the hockey tournament, it was to show me that there's another Chick-fil-A. Oh, great segue. We're not there yet, We're not though. Yet there. Yeah, let's rewind. Put a pin in that. Yeah. Let's get back to Savannah. Okay. So we get We're there. We're in Atlanta. From Atlanta to Savannah from the airport to the hotel, which the guy was nice. I don't remember his name. Could not really understand his Southern accent. He had accent. a drawl. He was Southern, <laughs> but had been all over the map, apparently. It's like, what, like probably 70 something? Super irrelevant to this whole story. You're asking me how my trip was. <laughs> Can you get to like the I'm highlights? Was that actually a highlight for you? It was a highlight because the cab driver said that Paula Dean's restaurant was really good. Oh, you trusted that guy? I think he was missing like every tooth. He also said the trailer park was really good. Okay. Yes. Yes. And it was. Yes. Continue. I digress. We get to the hotel finally. The hotel was bougie AF. Not bougie. What's the word I'm looking it for? It was bougie. Was it bougie? It was freaking fancy. Mm-hmm. It cost $8,000 million. was no Hilton. It was... No Doubletree. No Motel 8. <laughs> it was not a comfort in. 
but it also had some challenges, but that's besides the point. Let's get to the hotel, unpack our things quick, then we go walk around. Yes. You were with me at that point. Which was a and good it was idea, actually. Warm. Yes. Not warm. It was warm. In hindsight, it was good that we like fought through the travel fatigue and just went and walked around because that was the best day we had outside. Yeah, no kidding. Friggin' Nicole. Well, yes. So, Monday. That was Monday. That was Monday. Walk around. Walk around. I had to buy more shorts and t-shirts. <laughs> Shout out to The Gap. Um, ate dinner at the restaurant. Yes. Subpar. Subpar, yeah. At best. Yeah. And what I will say, from my end of things, having breakfast and lunch uh, from a conference perspective from that restaurant, also subpar. Like, sub-subpar. So definitely that restaurant was not, I don't think, indicative of the actual food in the Savannah area because I think we did have a lot of decent meals and good meals and that was not yeah. great. It yeah, was yeah. edible, it was fine, but it was nothing to write home it about. Was, it was convenient, but not, not worth the price either. Right. Shrimp and grits and the grits were didn't taste like anything, which kind of sucked. I think they were hoping that the little like tomato paste that was with it was supposed to help it but it didn't help me well no it wasn't the the fries were good yes <laughs> they, <were. laughs> they had one thing it was fries the only thing they could do and was fries potatoes oh i didn't have Home those fries. i didn't have those their oatmeal was actually not bad i will say i had oatmeal and berries for breakfast but anyway tuesday wake go. up tuesday tuesday what was tuesday tuesday was golf yes tuesday went golfing so i was in breakfast a conference at the hotel okay which was okay. That's very cute. <laughs> that dog is literally in a pillow fort. Let me take a photo and we will put it onto the show notes. <laughs> uh, okay. I think so. Tuesday, Tuesday was good. The, the, the course was good. It was the end of season. So like there's going to be um, blemishes, but um, first tee box, uh, it, there's a sign that says alligators and snakes found. Like, like be aware. You, yeah, be aware. I don't remember exactly what it said, but it was just like, yeah, heads up. So I hit a shot and then like walking up to my ball, I'm like looking all over the place trying to find if there's like a snake. Like just there. Gross. Yeah, it's it very quickly um, dawned on me that uh, they're not like out and about. They just can be there. You know what I mean? I don't know what that means. So it's not like you're gonna walk into one every round that you play. Okay. There's just a, like the potential sneak is there. And kill that, you. Yeah, sure. Yeah. All right. They're probably not poisonous. But I feel as though. Are you talking about snakes specifically only? Well, alligators are not poisonous. I know, but an alligator, regardless of being poisoned or not, would probably kill you. No. Yeah. I don't know. I mean... Listen, I am not Steve Irwin. I, either way. <laughs> so, I, uh, for the first couple holes, that's what I was looking for, were snakes. And then... Because I feel like it's pretty easy to spot a gator. <laughs> well... If it's in the water, no, but I didn't go near the water, so... Okay. Um... But yeah, that was the start of Nicole. 
Yes. And the the legs were bending at 90 degrees at some points. We were trying to conference on the rooftop patio of the penthouse of the hotel, uh, which like it's cool in theory. Like I felt very cool about that, <laughs> but our papers were blowing away, so we had to go inside. <laughs> um, back to golf. Uh, I caught up to a threesome by the seventh hole, so I was waiting on them, and another single golfer showed up behind me, and I hadn't hit my ball yet, so I just asked him if he wanted to join, because if not, then he'd be waiting for a long time every time he wanted to hit, so yeah, Charles. Wow, was he any good? From England? Yeah, he was consistent. Wow. So... Yeah, but uh, you didn't even really like him as a person because he asked you to stay for a beer and you're like, yeah, I'll meet you out there. And then he left. No, I went into the clubhouse and waited for five minutes and he never showed up. So I was like, I'm out. Oh, so he out front. blew you off. Well, I even waited out front for my Uber. And if he had walked up and said, hey, you coming in? I might have canceled <laughs> my Uber and gone in, but I didn't even see him. Like, I don't know where the hell he went. Wow. Fun fact, he was actually staying around the corner from us, too. Okay. So, yeah, that, and then came back for some lunch. Where did I eat lunch? Willie's. Yes. I had some gumbo and chicken wings. Gumbo actually had shrimp in it, too. I always thought that gumbo was not just, like, sausage and ground meat. I thought it was... Uh, What's the other one that has jambalaya? Jambalaya, yeah. I got them mixed up. Oh. Jumbo, gumbo, you know. Yeah, super close. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, After that, that was Tuesday. That was the night the Leafs were playing Vegas. And I searched Savannah to try to find the Leafs game. And I stumbled upon... A Wild Wing Cafe. And it's not like Wild Wings where we're from. Met some folks there. (laughs) Interesting fellas. Interesting fellas. (laughs) Couldn't really understand what they were arguing about. But yeah, very political conversation they wanted to have. And I wanted none of it. I just wanted to eat my chicken wings and watch the game. But I had to open my mouth. I had to say something. What? I'm I'm captivated <laughs> by this story. Someone mentioned something about the Astros beating the Phillies because somebody was wearing a Phillies hat. And I said, because the Astros are cheaters. And apparently that just opened up a book for people to come and talk to me. And so I was stuck there for a couple hours <laughs> talking to these people about things I had no business talking to them about. All the while... I was blowing glass. Yep. You, yeah, sure. Let's call that. Okay. I didn't blow glass. I just molded glass into a paperweight because I thought that was the most practical item to carry via airplane with minimal risk of breakage. Maybe that's why they made you check your bag. They're like, she's got a rock in there. Okay. Regardless, we meet back up eventually was that the day you ordered pizza? No, it wasn't. No, was it? No. That was... Uh, the next day. 
I mean, I went back to the hotel room and yeah. you were there. Yeah. Um, oh, because I said, I'll come and meet you. And I was like, stay far away. <laughs> That's because, as we found out, you were also being hit on by the local women They there. never said anything to me. See, your they... version of the story and like what actually all of that means are two different things. You can think about it however you want. Okay, that's fine. So, <laughs> back to the hotel room to munch on Bird's cookies. Oh, yeah. I wonder if you could place an order online for those. Honestly, I hope so. And if you ever are in Savannah or anywhere there's else they sell like Bird's. Nashville, yes. I think there's one. Please, but there's three in Savannah. Three please get, well, basically all of them, but my top favorites, oatmeal. oatmeal. oatmeal number one chocolate classic chip. chocolate chip oh my god <laughs> what am i gonna say third you're gonna georgia peach oh. you get me yeah the peach was good but it was just so different i found like it yeah. was like not your typical cookie it was yeah citrusy too right it was peachy and delicious so anyway we munch on the cookies we go to bed yeah we wake up yep i am in conference again yep i walk uh six miles to uh get breakfast at oh i forget what quins. the place is called quins yes thank you i just read your visa statement earlier <laughs> <laughs> that was like a three-pager eh? yeah yes quins quins was good quins was just typical breakfast i think i had pancakes as well nice they had so their home fries were like the hickory sticks. Oh, which are so like much the hash better. brown yes. style. Yes. Mmm. So much better. I had oatmeal and fruit again. <laughs> <laughs> From the same restaurant that sucks. Um, yeah, that, and then I went to the open gym at the local CrossFit gym by myself. Did my thing, left there, came back, got lunch. At the taco joint? Yes. Because? Got the burrito and the three salsa, and it was like, it was actually like a very Mexican way of saying it, but okay. English translation is like three salsas. <laughs> <laughs> Ate that the burrito okay, was wait, really rewind, good. Okay, rewind though, because in the meanwhile, yes, I. What did I do? I was walking no. in. <laughs> what are you talking about? I was walking in, and you guys were getting your pictures done. Yes. No, 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 because you no. heard me. <laughs> you, I was in the room just hanging out. Yes. You came into the room to get changed. Yeah. Because we were doing our pictures. Yes. And then you left. And then about 10, 15 minutes later, I left to go get tacos. Mm -hmm. And sure shit, you guys were taking pictures right in front of the taco place. And therefore, I had to walk all the way around the taco place and the Marriott to get to my taco joint to get some lunch. Because I didn't want to walk into you guys. I want to be a very like incognito. Wow. Like, don't notice me. Yeah, well, I was in the midst of a very important photo shoot, so I'm I know glad. I heard you. <laughs> I uh, literally I left 
the hotel. I one step out of the hotel and I could hear you. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You were like a kilometer away. What was I saying? No, I think you were just laughing, but I could oh. recognize your laugh from that a tracks. mile away. All right. Yes. And so then burrito chips. And then I was like, oh, I'm kind of feeling tired. So I go back to the room, walk into the hotel. You guys are in the lobby now taking photos. Yes. Everybody was complimenting you. I said, gag me with a spoon. <laughs> okay. Then I was hanging out in the room. For a long time. And I never left. <laughs> I just stayed in the room. Actually, okay, so... I was waiting for you to be done because yes. you said you would be done relatively. But I was soon, not. But you decided Jokes. not to. So I ate dinner at 10 at night. So did I. <laughs> you ate my dinner. Well, at 11.30 when I came back to the room. Well, we had snacks and stuff. But when I tell you <laughs> that I don't know that I've ever been more grateful for your existence than <laughs> in that moment when I came back to the room and saw that you had ordered a pizza and that there was still some for me to eat. Um, that is not an exaggeration. I was truly blessed. I'm glad I could be here. All right. We need to pick it up a little bit. Well, that's it for me because then the next day you were here. You were yeah, there. Thursday. Well, all of this, keep in mind, is like we're in the midst of a hurricane. Yeah. Wednesday morning was overcast, cold, and windy. Like when I say cold, though, it was like 12 degrees <laughs> and cold and Celsius. Of, yeah. So Thursday was pouring rain on and off all day pretty well. Yeah, Thursday sucked. We had a very good breakfast, in my opinion, at uh, Cafe M, which was a French cafe. Yeah, okay, whatever. You didn't like your breakfast sandwich. My quiche was fabulous. So you just, next time you go to a French cafe, order a quiche, because that makes sense. Okay, anyway. <laughs> then we walked around. Next time, don't take me to a cafe for oh breakfast. Oh my God, it was delicious whatever then we were walking around we went to this very old bookstore where they had like antique books which is very cool i was looking for certain things but i couldn't find them and we went to the christmas shop was that that day or friday either way we went to the christmas shop and bought some things some suvies oh it was definitely that day and then that was that the night we went to alligator soul yep and ate alligator literally yep which tasted much less like chicken and much more like pork that had been swimming in a swamp. And I don't care what you say, it had a swampy aftertaste. I don't know how you taste a swampy aftertaste when it's covered in cheese. Okay, regardless, it did. And I probably won't eat alligator again, but at least I can say that I did that one time. Bring back like PTSD from your COVID. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it wasn't great. It wasn't great. But it no, was I would have, I would rather if I'm trying something new like that, like I ate antelope for dinner, yeah, and it was a steak, of essentially, antelope. yes. And so I think I would like a alligator chop. Okay, I see. That's how I would like to try something new. I don't want it. Like, is there a reason that it was mixed with something and created into a fritter? Probably, fritter, not a fritter. It was a fritter. fritter, and probably because it tastes like swamp. Maybe. Okay. Regardless, we leave there, we go to Ben and Jerry's. Great ice cream yes. was melting Great everywhere. Great ice cream, Had to terrible throw it execution. <laughs> yeah. In the... It was like very soft. I don't know what happened there. 
but we threw it. Well, it was like it was warm that night. Yes, even though it was raining. Yeah. We throw it out eventually because yeah, we couldn't. Last. It literally was dripping everywhere. It got all, and I only had three soupy. shirts since I had to pack in a carry on because I was not convinced that Air Canada would get my other bags there. So regardless, then we go to bed. Then we get up the next morning. No. You got drunk in the hotel lobby. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you're right. And then we went for snacks at the to Savannah Tequila Company again. Yes, we went down and I got fish tacos. And I got queso fundito, which literally is a bunch of melted cheese with various things inside that you spoon out into a wrap and make a cheese. I don't know, taquito, shall we call it? It was delicious. It was probably one of the best things, best meal, honestly, that I had. In when Savannah. I got that burrito, she goes, "Would you like it smothered in queso?" <laughs> the answer is yes. I did not get. Oh my god, you disappoint me. <laughs> okay, yes, I got drunk in the hotel bar. Yes. Well, when it's a hurricane outside, what else are you gonna do? I was I mean, having a great I mean, time. I was there. They had. A... I had like four or five beer. What does that mean? I didn't get wasted in the hotel. Lotel hobby? <laughs> Did you not? <laughs> okay. Well, some of us are more fun than others, clearly. Anyway, so eventually we go to bed after the, after the drunk escapades. Then we get up the next morning. We go to the trailer park for breakfast. And honestly, I'm so disappointed in myself for not going there earlier in the week. I agree. I would have gone there if I went there Monday for lunch. If we went, yeah. I probably would have gone there every, every day. morning. It was very good. And there was like a lot of variety. I got chicken and waffle tacos, which basically was a waffle folded like a taco, stuffed with fried chicken and s topped with... And it's like um, like the American serving size. So I ate one. That. I yeah. ate one plus a sample of each, cheese grits, which were fabulous. waffle had a third of a chicken breast. And like not the weird chicken breasts that they're selling right now that are like super tiny, but they're selling them for the same price because there's like, sh what does they call that? Shrinkflation. They were actually large chicken breasts. Yep. Like I ate one for breakfast and yep. I had to call it a day. Yep. Then we went to the spa. You didn't even talk about the grits you had I did. There. I said I had cheese grits. They were oh. great. What did you have? I just had a normal breakfast. Oh. And they waffle pressed my Home hickory fry. sticks. Yeah. So good. I didn't even know what it was looking at it first. We should try that. We have one of those little ones. All right. Go to the spa. This spa was not cheap, okay? It was like comparable. <laughs> it cost quite a pretty penny for this package. And we talked about it before we went. It was the couple's massage. It was a facial. Whole shebang. The services were fine. We walk in and I'm like... It's like in this weird like basement of this building. Like, Well, it's not really a basement, but it felt like a basement. Because there was like no windows. Yeah. And you like go kind of around the little like stairs... Like the the cash register is like under the stairs and that's where they checked you in and it was like this is so weird. Then we go upstairs, we're sitting in like the little lounge area waiting for our massage therapists, and doesn't this guy come up? He's wearing a baseball hat and a friends, like the TV show t shirt. And he's like, Okay, so I'm gonna be doing your massage today and I was like, 
do you actually work here or did they just like pull you in off the street from the back like you we can't be serious we need an extra set of hands today you can't be serious I was like, I don't believe that you work here. Yeah, I'm not totally convinced he knew what he was doing. I'm not buying it. And he was your massage therapist. And my girl was fine. But it just was like so weird. They didn't really know what massage we were supposed to be getting. And I'm like, I booked a package. Like, I don't know what to tell you. So we do that. We do the facials. It was fine. It was whatever. But just the co- like the whole vibe of the place was just a little wonky. Yeah. 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 <laughs> It looked very different online, I must say. Uh, so yeah, that let that be a lesson. Go. The if, facial was probably the better part. Yeah, it was. I felt like, how do I word this? The facial was more relaxing than the massage was. Oh, because mm-hmm. you were stressed about that guy literally being not a massage therapist. No, I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> he just wasn't good. I, he knows more than I do. Okay. So what did you think of the facial as a whole? Tell the crowd. It was fine, but I don't think I would ever go get another one. Really? No, it's just, the girl goes, oh, your face is fine. You could use a moisturizer and there's a scrub that you can get or something. And I'm like, you've worst selling job ever because if you tell me my face is fine. What did she say about your nose pores? Nothing. I don't think she knew what she was doing. Part for the course there. You have very large nose nose pores. Nose. 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 Nose pores. Uh. Okay. And I felt like sh- she would have said something about that, so she probably didn't know. She was probably somebody they got she off did, the road uh, to. Scrub my nose more. My nose and my unibrow area. She really? did a lot of scrubbing right here. What's this place called? Your nose. The, the bridge, bridge of, my of nose. your face. Yeah. So between my eyebrows. All did the way you down have the a unibrow at that time, or did you Maybe. block it? Maybe she's just trying to tickle my unibrow. <laughs> okay. Anyway, my facial was fine. I got a weird chemical peel that was like blueberry, paprika, yogurt, something or other. And when I came back, I was breaking out everywhere. And I was like, well, that I don't think really was for me. But that's it felt fine in the moment. Something about rubbing fruit on my face <laughs> is not a good idea. Fruit and paprika. Fruit and literally, like, what am I? A shopper, a shepherd's pie. <laughs> oh, my God. A spicy dessert, eh? Not good. Anyway, so there's that. That night, we had a reservation for dinner, but you didn't want to go there. <laughs> so then we tried what to get into the Italian joint, just some pub. So oh, we tried yeah, to get I into the Italian joint. Want, I wanted a meal. For two of us, we go to this Italian joint right when it, it opens, was at 5, five o'clock. o'clock. 5 o'clock. It was jam, too. They're like, we could get you in at 8. I'm like, fuck that. We have to fly out of here at 7 o'clock tomorrow morning. So then we go to Paula Dean's. Let me tell you. Their chicken was good. The food was not bad. Like it was and just. I tried collard greens. Collard greens for the first time. The food was fine, but I was shocked because the outside looked really nice. The building was painted black. It had these like black and white striped awnings over all the windows. It looked very like cute. You went inside and it was like picture. This is how I describe it. Picture like a weird doctor's office waiting room 
mixed with like a slightly upscale hospital cafeteria. <laughs> Am I wrong? A doctor's office from the 80s? Like wood everywhere. And it's pink. Yeah. Pink yeah. and green. Pink, green, wood. And there was no, there was no like decorations. It was like table, 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 table. That was it. There was, it was just this wide Did open. Did you notice how large the booths were? They were very large. I'm not sure what that means, but it was fine. There's a lot of people that go at the same time, or there's a few people that need a lot of space. Regardless, it was fine, but nothing to write home about, for sure. And then we went back. uh, Oh my god. I can't subiotic, sorry. You liked um, the broccoli casserole. casserole. Yeah, it was good, but you know. One broccoli casserole is we, the same as the we next. Paid for a dessert and skipped it. <laughs> I went to get gelato instead, which I will say gelato was, was very than good. Ben and yeah, it was. I wish we never even went to Ben and Jerry's oh, after the gelato. I think I had the hazelnut. Yes, I got the chocolate and the raspberry sorbet, and then we flew out. And the big ship. What? Oh yeah, whatever. Who cares? <laughs> There's a big ship going through the river. It was fine. Then we went home. Yeah. Now we're here. Then you went to play in a hockey tournament last weekend. Yep. Tell. And this was the uh, Chick Fil A hockey team segue. Yes. Okay. From from earlier. before. Yes. From half an hour. Ago. <laughs> Literally. Uh yeah, took it home. What does that mean? Four straight, baby. Oh, my God. Okay. We only let in three goals all tournament. And you're going to look at me like that? <laughs> Ugh. Get that double chin out of here. Oh, that's so rude. <laughs> <laughs> Why aren't you talking about my double chin like that on because, air? Because you can edit it out. I won't. I'm fine. That's your problem. <laughs> so the people know. <laughs> Not self-conscious. Well, don't look at me like this. What I, was, <laughs> what I was trying to get at is you seem to care quite a bit about this and this was like an old timers recreational tournament and I just want to paint the picture for the for the listeners. Okay, just so you know, I play hockey twice a year and I also enjoy winning. So if you're not on board, <laughs> don't come. Okay. You played like shit. I know. I'm <laughs> well aware. I am well aware. Like, I think you probably won't be playing two times a year because I feel like you might be cut from the team. It, there is a high probability that I will not be asked back <laughs> for multiple reasons. <laughs> Should we get into that? No. Should we get into your unsportsmanlike behavior? No. Those who know about it know about it those who needed the apology from you got the apology from you yeah why are you slow blinking me right now i'm just saying i just have to remind you you know team sports there's an element of team work there yes i have an issue and that's why i stopped playing team sports a long time ago (laughs) okay Well, maybe we'll get into that another time. 
So nonetheless, you, nonetheless, we won. You won. Yes. I spent my birthday weekend in a hockey rink. You can't even say that because I asked if you were okay with it before we went. I'm I'm segueing to the birthday point. We went out to Milestones, which the food was great. The service was slow. We had a large party. They did not set the server up for success. It no. was like 20 plus people and there was one server and that was ridiculous. I don't even think it was the server's problem, fault. No, it wasn't. It wasn't. The kitchen was just... Like, the kitchen was lunch. rammed. The girl, she didn't have enough help. She needed somebody working with her. The managers were like out to lunch. Regardless, the food, my food was very good. And the peach bellinis, which is why I went there, were fabulous. There were trays of peach bellinis. Yeah. Can you blame us? No. There. Even the server, as soon as somebody said peach bellini, she was excited. <laughs> so that's kind of sort of how we celebrated my birthday. It was a little bit lackluster this year by by my average typical. But with that said... We also went to Savannah. <laughs> yes, yes. We did have a trip. Uh, something interesting that did happen to me though is the Monday leading up to my birthday, which was on a Thursday, I found out that I was awarded a bursary that I had applied for, so like a scholarship, um, for my go-to writing, uh, how do we call this, organization? They facilitate workshops. Uh, for creative writing and some people will know that I did a memoir writing workshop a few years back now and I loved it writing has always been sort of this like I mean it's an outlet for me for sure it's something I definitely enjoy doing it's one of the things that when life gets super busy I like like that falls by the wayside like that's one of the first things and so as somebody who like that's my hobby like that's my passion you know and then things get busy and life gets hectic and whatever it it is something i forget about so quickly or i like let go so quickly because i have other more pressing priorities and from my financial perspective the you know these programs that I find I do really well in because there is a level of accountability built in uh, have a cost obviously so I decided like I don't know in October to just like apply for this bursary and just see what happened and I kind of didn't think anything of it I was like well I probably won't get it like I had to write a whole big thing about like you know what my financial situation is like right now why I'm looking for a bursary um, I had to talk about what I was planning to use the scholarship for what you know what writing meant to me it was a whole thing uh, and then the Monday leading up to my birthday I found out that I was accepted so I was awarded the bursary happy birthday it doesn't stop there <laughs> dear listener so I'm like, okay, this is great. Let me look at what programs, because you can apply it to any of their programs, okay? I'm like, let me look at what programs are coming up in the next, like in the winter, in the, you know, if they have anything slated for the spring, whatever. I see that this program that I have had my eye on since I took the memoir workshop is 
still open for applications and the deadline because this this particular program is by application only have to be selected the deadline to apply was the day i got my bursary at 11:59 p.m and i was like this seems like a sign so i'm gonna apply well firstly i asked you because i was like this is like eight million dollars yes yeah yeah i forgot that part (laughs) when i got the email that i got the bursary i cried the entire day i could not stop crying i feel like (laughs) i was trying to explain this to a bunch of different people when i was talking about it to them but something about like i don't ask for money i don't ask for help you know what i mean like that was so hard but recognizing that you know i'm at a point in my life where i can't justify spending that money on myself if you don't really do money things i mean are we in a position to do that well that's what i'm saying is like knowing that i do really well in this sort of structured program and that i write you know and it gets me in a really good habit and whatever to do something that i really love doing but knowing that i don't necessarily have the money to allocate to that that was like the barrier because it's like yeah okay i could find the money i could figure it out but also if i could figure it out to pay for this these programs then should i not be using that money for something for Colton or something for the house or, you know, all of these things. And that's where that kind of came from is like, I was never going to out and out do a program having to pay for it totally myself, Yeah, which meant that something that is really such a huge part of my identity was just going to like lay dormant until who knows when, because (laughs) The, tr- the truth of it is that I don't know that I'll ever justify spending money on something like that on myself ever again. Because the thought process will always be that Colton could use something or our house needs something or, you know, whatever. You still need to be able to continue your own hobbies. Well, and I think this is why it was such a impactful experience. Yeah. Like receiving this money because it it was like, hey, you've been awarded the scholarship, but you have to use it for these programs. It wasn't, hey, you've been awarded the scholarship and now you can go and take it and buy something for your kid. <laughs> yeah. So the yeah. thought process there was I have to use it on something that is only for me and there's no way around it. And so I think that was like, that felt super enormous to me. Because it was like, oh, like I know I could get this or that or whatever for Colton, but not with this money because I literally can't. And so it was like a very weird feeling of feeling sort of like guilty that I have this money that I'm spending on myself and like feeling obviously intense gratitude that I was selected by the bursary committee, you know, after they read my application, which was all done anonymously. But it was like super surreal. I cried the whole day, the whole day. I couldn't stop like like weeping and i'm not a huge crier i didn't even cry at our wedding <laughs> so anyway i put in my application for the program because i like i said it was like kismet it just the timing was impeccable yeah it was too uh 
everything was obvious, too aligned, yeah, you know, yeah. to, to ignore it. So I put in this application. The morning of my birthday, I receive an email that was my acceptance to the program. And I haven't t talked much about the program, but essentially it is an intensive writing workshop over the course of uh, eight months that starts in January. And it is a, a commitment because the whole idea is that, at least for me, <laughs> and whether or not everybody else approaches it this way or not, I, I couldn't say, but the I, whole idea is that I'm leaving this program with something that I could potentially get like actually published. Mm -hmm. And so my lifelong dream of writing my book and writing uh, this memoir uh, is like literally on the horizon. You could see it happening. It's, it's crazy. It's crazy. It's crazy. Take it and run with it. Well, <laughs> and what's even weirder about all of this, weirder, fabulous, I'm not sure, is today I get on a call with a client of mine who then shares with me um, that she would like to give me a bonus for the year uh, to recognize my commitment and dedication and hard work and contribution to the team, et cetera, et cetera. And she says, now you have your funds for your program. Wow. And of course, I'm weeping on the call again because I'm like... <laughs> I'm not a huge crier. I'm not a huge crier, but I can't stop weeping. And uh, so I find out that now the program is entirely covered by this bonus and by the bursary. And... I have a lot of feelings about it, honestly. Like a lot of feelings that I haven't quite processed yet, and I won't do that on on this. Uh, but I'll come out in your writing. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you know, I was on the call with the client, and I I just said thank you like eight hundred times. Like I have no other words. I have no other words, which honestly doesn't look great for the memoir that I'm supposed to be writing. Um, so I will try to get a handle on that. What are you gonna write about? I don't know. I have no words. I have no words. I feel like. I have a hard time believing that I deserve it, any of it. No one ever thinks that they're good enough. I just, I, yeah. And I mean, I guess I probably should work on that in a therapy session perhaps, but that is a very long-winded way to say that as of January, my priorities Change are more. shifting a little bit. Because it is my goal by the end of 2023 to have a manuscript to maybe shop around to some publishing houses, maybe self-publish. I don't know. I haven't got there yet. Um, but I am writing my memoir. So if you haven't been on your best behavior up until this point, sorry. <laughs> sorry. It's my story. <laughs> Just kidding, kind of. No, you're not. <laughs> anyway, with that all said, this is the announcement. The announcement is that uh, obviously we have taken a bit of a break over the last couple of weeks, gaining reluctantly. 
Well, a lot of stuff was going on, right? We didn't anticipate uh, when we started the podcast that you would be in school two days a week. Yeah, um, that was another thing that just popped up. I have also taken on more work uh, mm-hmm. in the business and am still trying to grow my business. Um, and it's the holiday season. And we're going into the holidays. And so the cut and dry version of this is that we are taking a break from the podcast a sabbatical sabbatical through december uh and during that time we are going to evaluate what the next iteration of this looks like uh given frequency yes is a big one yeah for sure you know we're to be completely transparent, we haven't quite hit a rhythm in terms of getting these episodes out in a way that doesn't feel like it's rushed and stressful. And, you know, we have lots we want to talk about, but we, you know, have a lot of other things that also take our focus in life. It's also tough on a Tuesday night after work, after Colton, to sit down and put on your best performance. Yeah. Yeah. So, so like you can even have a coffee to like perk yourself no, up. No, no, we, we need like literally cocaine and we can't, <laughs> that's illegal. Um, <laughs> so yeah, so that's where we're at. We, uh, this is not goodbye. No, it, we'll definitely be back. It's just in terms of for frequency. frequency might be every two weeks, might be once a month. We'll see what we can manage. Yeah. Right. Because school twice a week, you're in a writing Tuesday? Monday. Tuesday. Tuesdays. No, Monday. No, I don't know. One of the days. If it's Tuesday, then there's three nights out of the week that we can't do. (sighs) Yeah, well, not only am I in a session, I have to write for the session. Yeah. Which me, and I'm like, based on kind of how they've outlined it, there's portions of this where I'm going to be writing like 3,000 plus words a week. Is that a lot? I mean, it's not a little. It's like, what, four paragraphs? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> About that. About that. Yeah, for sure. Actually? No. <laughs> I don't know. I was just guessing. Like, a paragraph is maybe 500 I've words. I've never even written a paragraph. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, I don't know where there's going to be time, honestly, at this stage of the game, but we'll just cross that bridge when we get there and uh in the meantime the podcast is fun it just might not be the right time for it is all sure sure yeah definitely and obviously there's already priorities have been spoken for the beauty of this is that we can just decide what we want to (laughs) do Oh, yeah. This is a hobby. We don't know what it looks like yet. Yeah. But we do know that the way that it has been is not sustainable. So we are going yeah, it's back not what we pictured. to the drawing board. Yeah. And, well, it was what we pictured, but things have happened since yeah. then. Yeah. Well, yeah, right now it's not where we wanted it to be, how we wanted it to be. Yeah. It'd be nice to just like wake up on a Sunday morning and have coffee and talk, but. Baby. Yeah. (laughs) 
So I guess with that, because we are like at an hour plus now, so yeah. we should probably call, we should probably wrap it. Uh, so with that, thank you for listening to what well, I guess season one of Raising Hail. Season one, that's it. Twelve episodes. Really? Limited series. We did twelve episodes. We'll see what uh, what the reviews bring in, and if the reviews say they want us to come back. <laughs> Encore. Encore. I love that. I feel like a celebrity. All right. Well, happy holidays. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. Happy Kwanzaa. Happy Turkey. Happy Hanukkah. Mac and cheese. Leave the (laughs) mac and cheese to the pros. (laughs) Cholesterol's not even high. What makes you think you can do that? That video was ridiculous. And as the person who mastered mac and cheese, I get that. (laughs) All right. That's that. So uh, listen, we won't be back for a little while, but you'll be fine without us, I'm sure. If not, you can send us a DM on the old IG or email me at hello at samanthamckinnon.com. And until next time, which we don't know when that will be, keep being do you have a word no (laughs) (laughs) fabulous sure all right that's it that's a wrap bye-bye thanks for tuning into this episode of raising hail be sure to subscribe wherever you listen to your podcasts so that you don't miss a minute of this literal debauchery the intro to this podcast is made possible by our talented producer, Sydney Shamandel. You can learn more about working with them by visiting www.sydneyshamandel.ca, that's spelled S-Y-D-N-E-Y-S-U-M-A-N-D-L.ca. Our music, Stylish Sex Guitar, is provided by Audio Green via Audio Jungle. And hey, if you enjoyed listening, we'd appreciate a review or recommendation. The more, the merrier, we always say. Until next time.